righteousness. It's the fourth Sunday of Lent here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is March 22nd, 2020. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. In the following passage from the first book of Samuel, God directs Samuel to anoint David king. God looks into the heart of each person. A reading from the first book of Samuel. The Lord said to Samuel, Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse of Bethlehem. For I have provided for myself a king among his sons. When the sons of Jesse came, Samuel looked on Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as the human sees. The human looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. Jesse sent and brought David in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. be with you and with your spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to john praise to you lord jesus christ as jesus walked along with his disciples they saw a man who had been born blind jesus sped on the ground and made some mud he rubbed the mud on the man's eyes go wash in the pool of siloam siloam means scent The man went, washed, and came back seeing. The man's neighbor said, Isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Another neighbor said, Nah, he he just looks like him. I am the man. Well, how were your eyes opened? The man named Jesus made some mud, rubbed it on my eyes, and told me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went, and as soon as I washed, I could see. One of the neighbors said, where is he? I do not know. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees. The day that Jesus opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. A Pharisee said, how did you receive your sight? Well, Jesus put mud on my eyes. I washed it off, and now I can see. Another Pharisee said, The one who did this cannot be from God. He does not obey the Sabbath law. 
How could a sinner do such mighty works as these? They were sharply divided about Jesus. They spoke again to the blind man. A third Pharisee said, You say Jesus opened your eyes. What do you say about him? He is a prophet. These teachers were not willing to believe that the man had been born blind and begun to see, so they called his parents. A Pharisee asked them, Is this your son? If he was born blind, how is it that he can now see? His father said, Well, yes, this is our son. We know he was born blind. We do not know how he can see now or who opened his eyes. The man's mother said, Ask him. He's old enough to speak for himself. His parents feared the Jews, who had agreed among themselves that anyone who believed Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. A second time, the teachers called in the man born blind. The Pharisees said, Promise before God that you will tell the truth. We know the man who healed you is a sinner. I do not know if he is a sinner or not. I do know one thing. I was blind, and now I can see. One of the Pharisees said, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? I already told you that, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples? The Pharisees responded, You are his disciple. We are the disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses. We don't have any idea where this Jesus comes from. How strange. You don't know where he comes from, but he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners. God listens to those who respect God and do what God wants them to do. Since the beginning of the world, no one has heard of someone opening the eyes of a man born blind. Unless this man came from God, he could not have done such a thing. Really, said one of the Pharisees, you were born and raised in sin, and you're trying to teach us? Get out of the synagogue. Now Jesus heard that the teachers had expelled the man born blind and went to talk to him. Do you believe in the Son of Man? Tell me who he is, sir, so I can believe in him. You have already seen him. He is speaking to you now. I believe, Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Deacon Jack and Chris Walmart and I are in an empty church. It's really kind of weird thinking that I'm going to preach the gospel without you being here. I sure do miss you. I think about that commercial for anti-depression medicine where the woman carries a a face on a plate 
convince herself that uh, she's doing okay with the depression. I'm looking out at the empty seats and seeing those empty plates or those plates with faces on them. You know, the story that we just heard from John's gospel, the story of the man born blind getting his sight, is a story that takes us into a deeper level of seeing and believing. The man has spiritual sight. He blind physically, but then when Jesus talks to him, he comes to spiritual sight. He comes to belief. That's a miracle. What does that miracle have to say to us today in this incredibly crazy time of the pandemic? There's a story that once upon a time, God decided to become visible to a king and a peasant and sent an angel to inform them of this blessed event. O king, the angel announced, God has deigned to be revealed to you in whatever manner you wish. In what form do you want God to appear? Seated on his throne and surrounded by awestruck subjects, the king proclaimed, How else would I see God but in power and majesty? Show God to us in the full glory of his power. Well, God granted his wish and appeared as a bolt of lightning and instantly pulverized the king and his court. Nothing, not even a cinder, remained. The angel then appeared to the peasant the angel said, God deigns to be revealed to you in whatever manner you desire. How do you wish to see God? Scratching his head, the peasant thought and thought for a long time. Finally, he said, I am a poor man and not worthy to see God face to face. But if it is God's will to be revealed to me, let it be in those things with which I am familiar. Let me see God in the earth I plow, the water I drink, the food I eat. Let me see God in the faces of my family and neighbors. And God granted the, present, the peasant his wish, and he lived a long and happy life. The story of the king and the peasant reminds me of two other stories. You, uh, what do you call an unemployed court jester? You say that nobody's fool. And there was a story about another kingdom, another castle, 
and the castle was attacked by invading neighbors and enemies, and, and they made everything terrible. They needed to go and attack them back, or so they thought. The knight said to the king, how can we attack the enemy? They even killed our horses. And the head of the army said, well, there are other animals we could use. What kind of animals could we use for the knights to ride? How about one of those wolfhounds? They're big enough and strong enough to, to have a, a knight ride on them. And the head of the knight said, oh no, excellency, I wouldn't send a knight out on a dog like this. See, the dog had really dangerous fangs. Okay, never mind. Uh, where do we see God in this time of pandemic? How is God speaking to us? How is God showing his love for us? I know that we're praying for each other. I know that there are people among us who are quite willing, if called upon, to bring food to those who can't get out for food. I know that there are people in our parish community who would be willing to take others to doctor's appointments and, and perhaps to medical care. How is God speaking to us? in this time of pandemic. It would be sad to think that God has abandoned us and we can't believe that. We can't believe that God is not working at this difficult, difficult time. I ask you as part of your Lenten prayer to be aware of the ways that God is acting that God is present, that God is speaking to us. Situations like this really depend on how we look at them, how we see them, our perspective. There's a story about a woman who sold real estate and she was spending the morning cleaning and taking care of things around her own house. As she worked, she soon became very aware of the sad shape her own house was in. Too little closet space, sticking doors, peeling paint, floors in need of repair. And after the knob of a stuck door came off in her hand, she had had enough. I'm sick of this house, she said. I want to move. Her husband asked, Lois, how would you describe our house if you were writing one of your real estate ads? She thought for a moment and started to compose the ad. Let's see. Um, I would say it's a charming little antique bungalow on a family street. Compact, easy care backyard. Dry cellar, cozy kitchen, 
close to schools, shops, and transportation, a bargain in today's market. Feel better, her husband asked. Yeah, I do, she smiled. In this difficult time, we pray that Jesus would open our eyes to see all the ways that God is present with us God is caring for us. We pray for each other. I miss you. I wish we could celebrate Mass together. But if we pray for each other, our presence together will become a reality. That's our hope. Having listened to the Word of God, we join now in praying that God will touch and bless our parish, the church, our community, our world. Our response today is, Lord, hear our prayer for the church, that she may shepherd the faithful entrusted to her with care, compassion, and concern, we pray. Lord, Hear our prayer for the world that its leaders may be enlightened by the light of Christ we pray Lord hear our prayer for us that the Lord may heal us of the blindness of pride passion and prejudice we pray Lord hear our prayer for us all that we may heed the voice of Christ our Shepherd and let him lead us we pray Lord hear our prayer for those who have lost hope that the Lord may fill them with his power peace and presence we pray Lord hear our prayer for the doctors nurses and staff who are taking care of us during this, this pandemic that they may be filled with your hope and love and compassion we pray Lord hear our prayer for all those prayers that have been written in our parish book of prayers and all those you hold in the silence of your hearts, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. God of mercy, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer, God of mercy, hear our prayer. Let the church say amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.